first thing you need to figure out actually what you want to do. There's quite a lot of people in their mid-20s who still don't know what they want to do. People's motivations can be all sorts of things. Like someone can be motivated by their passion or someone can be motivated purely on wanting to make money, which is fine. Everyone has their own drive to do something. So you just got to find what that thing is that you want to pursue. Obviously running a business, massive amounts of stress. The stresses of all that can have a massive impact on your mental health, your mindset. And um, unfortunately, we actually lost my uncle due to that. A lot of people dwell on the idea of, yeah, I'd like to do this, I'd like to do that. And they dwell and dwell and dwell and nothing ever happens because they're just they're too scared yeah. just to take that leap. But it's always a risk. There is always a risk in, in everything. People talk about the risk in, in running a business. Yeah, but no one ever talks about the risk of working for someone as well. Because there is, exactly. there is a risk in working for someone. There's a risk in everything you take. So if you're wanting to do something, instead of thinking about all the risks in that particular thing that you want to do, think about the risks of not doing what you want to do. Welcome to Move Your Mind, your compass for your journey through life. Join us as we navigate the unknown, offering insights, wisdom, and inspiration to guide you toward personal success and fulfillment. I'm your host, Nick Brax, and we have Lewis Garotti here today, who is a graphic designer and entrepreneur who founded 292 Creative. On today's episode, we'll talk about finding the courage to pursue your passions and how to align your skill set with opportunity. We'll also cover the importance of taking care of your well-being while dealing with the ongoing demands of building a career. Lewis, great to meet you, mate. Thank you so much for making the time to have this chat. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So we might just jump straight in, mate. Can you give a background on yourself, the work that you've been doing and how you came to be doing what you're now doing? Yeah, so I, I'm i a graphic designer that's gone more in towards uh signage car wrapping and branding um more the physical branding rather than digital branding and how i started i guess was back when i was sort of around the 15 16 phase of my life um i was pretty heavy into technology and also very artistic drawing and into that sort of thing and I when I when I was looking for my career path I wanted to find something that joined those two aspects together so I ended up going down the route of graphic design and actually did a, a year 12 VCAL based around design and then did my diploma in graphic design and because my family was always around printing. Uh, we had a family business in offset printing and uh, advertising and that sort of thing. I guess I was always sort of bound to go down that path in my life um, and, and stick to the sort of print industry. Um, I didn't end up working in the, in the family business just because I like to keep family and business separate. Um, yeah. You know, we sort of saw how business and family sort of affected each other um, in, in that in that business, and I was like, "No, I'm I'm staying away from that." Um, yeah. So I 
ended up sort of starting my own business. Um, actually, with my dad, he stepped away from the family business for a little bit to, to give me a head start and started from there, had, had that business for a few years, then went on to work for another offset printing company. Um, I was there for maybe a year and a half or so and then went on to work for a reputable signage and, and car wrapping business. And that's where I learned pretty much most of what we do now, which is vehicle wrapping and signage. And with while I was there, I was just doing some stuff on the side just for a bit of extra cash. And that stuff on the side turned into now a full-time gig. So uh, I've been out on my own for almost three years now. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been growing pretty rapidly. <laughs> So when you were saying the stuff on the side, you're saying on the side to the business you started or or you mean yeah, the business so, on the um, side? I, while I was working for the uh, signage company you were uh, doing I was your... working out full time, I yep. was doing a side, my side stuff just for extra cash. It was never meant to be to start a business. But then actually yep. during COVID, um, when everyone sort of was working less and got put down to sort of a couple of days a week. It actually gave me more time to work on my own stuff. And yeah, it ended up going crazy and turned into a, just a full-time gig. So Amazing. I, I, I just thought to myself, you know, if I don't do it, I, I know I'll regret it. Absolutely. And it sounds, yeah, it sounds like the perfect sort of um, turning point where opportunity met your skill set, and, you know, you had that chance to really, turn it into something like you've like you said so yeah you got to capitalize on on that yep. so i think yeah that's re- really interesting and a big portion of our audience are people that are you know entrepreneurial running their own business or aspiring to do their own business uh what would from from the experience you've been through and where you are now what would your advice to anyone that you know, was maybe in a full-time job and wanting to transition out of that and start their own business. Maybe they don't even know what industry they want to go into. What sort of advice would you give someone that's interested in going down that path? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Yeah, so first thing you need to figure out actually what you want to do you know i was very lucky from a young age that i knew what i wanted to do at 15 16 so yeah there's not a lot of people who have that where like there's quite a lot of people in their mid 20s who still don't know what they want to do um so it's finding that career path usually that comes from something that you're very interested in or something that you're passionate about. In saying that as well, it doesn't necessarily have to. You know, people's motivations can be all sorts of things. Like someone can be motivated motivated by their passion or someone can be motivated motivated purely just on their money, on wanting to make money, which is fine. Everyone has their own drive, their own 
want to do something. Um, so you just got to find what that thing is that you want to pursue. Once you've got that career path, and if you are wanting to be an entrepreneur or run your own business, honestly, it's just it's just a matter of just taking that leap, just going for it. Because a lot of people dwell on the idea of, yeah, I'd like to do this, I'd like to do that. And they dwell and dwell and dwell and nothing ever happens because they're just they're too scared yeah. just to take that leap. It's always a risk. There is always a risk in, in everything. People talk about the risk in, in running a business. Yeah, but no one ever talks about the risk of working for someone as well because there is exactly. there is a risk in working for someone. You can easily be made redundant or that company can go under, they can lose work. There's a risk in everything you take. So if you're wanting to do something, instead of thinking about all the risks in that particular thing that you want to do, think about the risks of not doing what you want to do. I love that. I think that's, you know, really, really good advice because I think that's the thing. We're sort of, we're taught and as humans, we want to feel security and we, you know, we don't like to have uncertainty. And I think COVID really showed that, but it is so important that we understand that there is no such thing as complete certainty in life is always going to change yeah. and whatever you do. And maybe you 100%. do want to just, yeah, maybe you want to work for someone else, and, which is fine, but that's not certain. Nothing is. So if you can eliminate a That's lot of right. those fears, yeah, you can sort of be more free to make the decision. And um, I heard Jim Carrey talking about that where he was saying um, his dad wanted to be a comedian, but the dad had, you know, the responsibility of the family. He was working as an accountant and he hated what he was doing and he could barely make ends meet, eventually got fired from the job and they were, you know, one step off living on the street. They could barely, you know, get by. And he said, you know, well, if you can fail at what you hate doing, why not at least try having a go at what you really want to do and what you love doing? And I think it sort of That's highlights, right. you know, what you're saying there. Yeah. So true. That's right. 100%. Um, yep. how, how important do you think it is to then, you know, I really like what you were saying with um, identifying, you know, what what is the thing you, you want to do and it might or your reason to do it. Maybe it is. I want to just make money. I don't care what industry it is, or maybe there is a passion, but do you feel like to get to that point, it's really important that you have a lot of self-awareness and work on yourself and, you know, have that emotional understanding so you can make those decisions? Yeah, yeah. Um, finding what you want to do... Um, is heavily impacted by you working on yourself, like you said. Um, and I guess before you can find what you want to do, it depends. It, look, it depends what how far down in life you are, really. Because you know, if you're in your late teens or early twenties, you're not really gonna know yourself too much like you're still sort of figuring out life uh, but if you're more down the road and you know you're sort of late 20s early 30s and you have been working for someone you've been working in a big corporation or whatever and you're thinking that it's not for you then before you go and make huge leaps i would encourage you to work on yourself a little bit find out exactly who you are 
how far you can push your limits in in terms of your personal development um and then in doing that you might find that maybe that's the area that you want to pursue in terms of your full-time career or while you're doing that you may find a connection with someone who oh maybe i might like to get into that type of career in, in in regards to what that person does so while you're finding yourself you will also find connections and they can help you pursue a passion or a direction in life yeah i think that's really great advice mate and what how, how do you manage your own mindset like doing your running your own business is it hard to switch off yeah. is it hard to <laughs> manage your stress levels how how do you do that how do you keep balance yeah so i'm I, I got pretty heavy into the personal development space a couple of years ago um to give you a little bit of a background um our family business was run by my uncle um who was it was actually started by my grandfather and passed down to my uncle and Obviously, running a business, massive amounts of stress, especially when you have, you know, sort of 14, 15 staff members that you've got to manage and you're dealing with massive accounts. They used to deal with like Spotlight, Anaconda, um, and the stresses of all that can have a massive impact on your mental health, your mindset. And um, unfortunately, we actually lost my uncle due to that. Um, he couldn't take the, the, the pressure and stress in having to provide for his employees, his family. And obviously it didn't end really well for him and, and the family. But when I went through that, our family went through that and I made the decision then to go out on my own, I said, okay, if, I, if I'm going to do this, I need to be absolutely bulletproof in terms of mindset. I need to have the most amount of mental toughness, mental toughness I can possibly have so I don't end up in that situation, even close to that situation because you know, I've got a family, I've got a wife, kids, and obviously as a man, our, my job is to provide for my family, my kids, to give them a future. If I'm not here, that can't happen. So I I need to make sure my, my mental toughness and my mindset is absolutely bulletproof. And to do that, I started off down the personal development journey. Um, I actually took a, a course by Founder, um, the Mental Toughness course by Joe DeSena. So I started off in that and took that advice and it just, snowballed from there uh, so I created a routine and you know I actually as soon as I took that course I signed up at the gym and started uh, cold therapy so cold showers just stuff to make me do things I didn't want to be doing to increase that mental toughness and increase my discipline because before that, I was a I was a very lazy person, and you know, I'd, in my earlier years, I, I'd love to game. I'd be on the 
I'd be gaming for hours. I'd be just, I'd love to chill, do nothing, watch Netflix, as everyone does. Like everyone loves to do that stuff. But when you're running a business, that's not the stuff that's going to move you forward. That's not the that's not the stuff that's going to bring you success. Um, so I, I had to really hone in on my discipline. And you know, three years down the track, it's it's like I'm a completely different person. Um, mm. And now, like my routine now is, I get up, I don't have anything to eat. I go straight to the gym, do at least half hour, 40 minute workout, come home, have something to eat, um, do some probably 15, 20 minutes of reading. Um, and that reading is a personal development book to increase you know, uh, knowledge and to better myself. And then after that, I'll, I'll head to work. And then at night, um, I will, when I take a shower, I'll either have a fully cold shower or I'll have a hot shower finish with two or three minutes of cold. And that cold therapy, number one, is for mental toughness. It's something that everyone hates doing. No one loves a cold I shower. It. Yeah, it's not fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And two, it has so many health benefits. All those cold shock proteins, um, you know, blood flow, muscle repair recovery it, it has so much health benefits it's not even funny um and yeah just just doing things that you don't want to do in in order to increase your discipline and mental toughness and now that i've sort of had that routine and and do things that i don't want to do when it comes to business decisions and decisions around work or things that i don't want to do inside work whether it's a task or a job it's just automatic hey guys if you're enjoying this podcast please click the subscribe button leave a like or comment share with your friends and follow me on instagram at nick brax i really appreciate your ongoing support mate thank you for sharing that i love everything you're saying there and you know sorry to hear about your uncle that story that you just told and um it i mean that's what an example to show how much pressure this kind of stuff can cause for people and how you know, how critical it is that you are doing things that are going to put you in the right mindset to be able to cope, like you said, to be bulletproof for whatever it throws at you. And I think the huge thing, you know, the huge theme that it really comes down to is just discipline, creating habits, yeah. doing the same things every day and fronting up every day. And it's not necessarily doing anything crazy. It's just day in, day out and having that consistency. And I think that is probably the hardest thing for all of us when we first go down that kind of path because like you said it's so easy to waste time to you know more more than ever in the, in the world we live in now we've got social media in front of us we've got access to netflix we've got distraction 24 7 so you've got to be so disciplined to make sure that you utilize your time otherwise it's so easy to waste the time yeah definitely um i'm pretty sure Mike Tyson said it discipline is doing things that you hate doing but in a way that you love doing it if that makes sense yeah um, yeah and it, it's so true like it's it's doing those those tasks that everyone hates doing or that 
take too much time, especially in, in today's day and age where our, our attention span is crap. It's crap. <laughs> um, it we're is. just scrolling and you know we can't even last 30 seconds looking at a video or a reel or whatever. Um, so especially in, in, in today's society, society, doing those tasks that do take time, which is why I think reading is also very important because reading is a very slow task reading a book and i'm talking about paper book not like a magazine or whatever um and then finishing that book that the accomplishment of finishing that book whether whether it's a two or three hundred page book or whatever you don't get that sort of accomplishment just scrolling on social media or reading social media or whatever and I think it's very important to do the tasks that do take time, uh, which is going to increase, obviously, your knowledge, your memory, your attention span, uh, and especially for the younger generation as well. Uh, yeah. I think it's very important because um, they're the ones who are going to be growing up with even more technology uh, at a very young age. 100%. 100%. I think it's critical. And what you're talking about there, I think it's – in business, a lot of the time, patience is probably one of the biggest, you know, Achilles heels for people. Um, I know for me in the past, I would, you know, make mistakes when I, I've done sort of different startups and I was always in a rush, wanted to see results, would get disheartened if it didn't happen fast enough. And then you end up blowing up. Uh, do you think that's a really critical part of being successful as an entrepreneur, having that patience? and not being disheartened if you don't get instant results. Yeah, definitely. Uh, patience in business is one of the biggest things, a lot, especially. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. What's on social media now these days with all these gurus Saying, "Oh, I made a million dollars in thirty days." It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Like, <laughs> there's no no get business get rich quick takes patience. Yeah. Nothing happens yeah. overnight. Nothing yeah. happens in ten days. Nothing happens in twenty days. You have to ride it out for years until you even see a little bit of success. And it's that grit and that fortitude in running the business and and grinding it out that is what is going to build you into the best entrepreneur in 10 years time if you can that's why so many businesses fail in the first five years because no one can write it out for that long no one has the patience to see that oh in five years i've only made so much and it's not where i want to be well it doesn't take five years it actually takes 20 um and with all this stuff on social media, all these gurus saying, you know, a million dollars in 60 days or whatever, it, it's giving these young people so much false hope in something that doesn't exist unless you're honestly just lucky that you land on something that is going to give you overnight success. 
and especially with all these videos going viral overnight and stuff, it's like, it doesn't happen. It happens once every blue moon. Like it's not, it's not something that happens to everyone. What happens to most people is you start a business, you write it out, you, I call it aggressive patience. You're patient, but you're going at your business and giving everything that it's got aggressively. And it's going to take a, a lot of time. It's going to take years to build something that you want it, want it to be at. Um, obviously, you have your own goals and stuff, but um, and it's making sure that you know, you're staying on top of those goals yearly, monthly, whatever, and that's what is going to bring you success, not, oh, it's been a year and I'm still not a millionaire. No, <laughs> you're not. It's not how it works. It's not the real world. No, and, no. and I think the thing is, if people, if it really, if people went through these experiences, you don't know, you don't really want to get, have a get rich quick scheme or have something happen overnight that you don't have to work for. Cause then where's the learning? Where's the reward? What's the meaning in it? You know, if you could just have something handed to you and it can't be anyway, like you're saying, it's all bullshit. But if you could have that, then what, how is that? going to better you as a person how are you going to really get the value out of it because it, you the value comes from the learning the process the growth and you know having to actually work hard and be patient to see that reward that's how you really learn to value it and you know you get self-esteem from doing that yeah definitely and you're also building skill you're building skills exactly in running the business you're building skills in leadership building skills yep. in uh, customer relations, talking to people. You don't build those skills if something happens overnight or you've got instant success or it's handed down to you. You see so many successful businesses go down in generations and they just end up failing because they're handed to the next generation and the next generation don't have the skills to carry on the business yep. unless they've actually done the work inside the business or worked you know work their way up um obviously if you're passing down to the next generation they're going to be favored in terms of an employee but they still need to do the work they still need to work on their skills uh work on how that company's run or the the skills required to do the work in depending on what the industry is um and if you if you've pa been passed down something and you haven't done the work as you said you you haven't developed yourself number 1 and number 2 you 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 haven't gained the necessary skills to to take that business either to the next level or to carry it forward and keep it going yeah Yep, I think yeah, 100%. So I love everything you're talking about here. And I think um, everyone listening will gen, this is, you know, really good, genuine feedback for people. So I love how honest you are and how, you know, no bullshit your, your advice is and what you're talking about. So um, we, we finish up with five closing questions. Uh, before I go into that, for anyone yep. listening, if they want to learn more about you or your company, uh, where, where can we send them? Yeah, so if you want to learn about our company, we've got a website, 292creative.com.au. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Facebook, social media. Uh, that's at 292creative. 
can also follow me personally if you like. It's just my first and last name, Lewis Garotti, L-U-I-S-G-A-R-O-T-T-I. I don't have much content, but I'm working on that. So Great. All right. Well, we'll have those um, in the show notes. So, you know, make sure to check out all of the links. Uh, so we're going to jump into these five closing questions. The first one is, what's your best childhood memory that comes to mind for you? Oof. <laughs> uh, I'd say, and this is related to the family business, just going going to work with dad. Um, I used to go there quite a bit and watching him work, watching the other guys work is where I sort of got my inspiration for my career, uh, especially the other graphic designers that were there. I learned quite a lot off them. And yeah, that's, that's something I, I remember quite well. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, what do you think is currently the biggest burden on mental health in society? Um, I'd say oh, there's, 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 there's a few. Um, I'd, I'd say the biggest burden at the moment is social media. Yeah. Um, and also other technologies such as AI. Um, elaborating that on that a little bit, obviously we know the impacts of social media and what they can have on our younger generation, you know, always being stuck to the phone, not being actually social. That is the same now for AI, but it's actually worse because it's going to actually end up affecting uh, kids' IQ and, and knowledge and speech, reading, and it's just going to make these this the next generation even more lazy in one than what they were going to end up being with social media yeah so you know there needs to be a little bit more regulation around technology ai social media i couldn't agree more and it's crazy on this podcast i'd say 95 percent of the people i've interviewed have said the same thing you know social media technology being the biggest burden and like you're saying it's only getting worse so we need education we need systems in place to make sure that people are educated in how to sort of how to manage themselves in in this crazy world we now live in Uh, what's your personal definition of happiness hey guys if you're enjoying this podcast and want to learn more i've released my first book move your mind how to build a healthy mindset for life where i talk about my own journey with mental health and share tips from experts on how to maintain a healthy mindset. You can buy the book on Amazon or through my website at nickbrax.com slash book. Mm, being, <clears throat> being content with yourself and having confidence in yourself is being happy. Also, being happy with the people that you surround yourself with, um, ensuring that they lift you up and not bring you down. And also not having to worry about uh, financial issues. So having financial freedom yeah. is also, in a way, happiness as well. Um, but and, and also personal and, and family health also is. Like yeah. positive health is, is happiness as well. Definitely. 
What are you most afraid of? Um, having regrets on my deathbed. Yeah, I love that. Same with me. I think that's the biggest. Yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't care about failing. Failing is not my issue. I don't. If the business closes tomorrow, I couldn't give a shit. But I'll know that I didn't regret doing it because I gave it everything I possibly had. Yeah. And that's the number one thing is you don't want to be almost dying and saying, shit, I regret not doing this or I regret doing this. It's it's going to be the absolute worst thing that you can possibly go through in life is is being almost at the end and saying, shit, I didn't do this. Uh, exactly. Like the what ifs are the things that will haunt you. So yeah. it doesn't really matter what the outcome is. It's just about giving things a go. I think it's a great answer. That's it. So final one here. What are you most proud of? I'm most proud of, I guess, how far I've come as a person, uh, how far uh, my family's come, so me and my wife and our kids, and also the business, how far. I'm actually very surprised on of how far that's come in a short amount of time and obviously that happens when you put in hard work um but and look I, I had these goals but you always like you you i make big goals um so you always sort of have in the back of your head you know may, maybe i won't reach that full goal but i want to sort of be close and I'm, i guess i'm a little bit closer than what i expected so um yeah definitely proud of of those things Love it. Well, mate, thank you so much for sharing all of that. And I know our listeners will take a lot out of it. So really appreciate it. Again, anyone listening, make sure to click the links in the show notes. And yeah, Lewis, thank you again, mate. It's been great to connect with you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. I hope I brought some uh, value to your audience. You did indeed. Appreciate it. And thanks to you for listening. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode and any suggestions for topics you'd like to hear about. Feel free to leave a comment or send a DM. Your feedback is always appreciated. Please don't forget to click the subscribe button, leave a like or comment, share with your friends, and follow me on Instagram. It really makes a difference. Thank you so much. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.